Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? Your boy, High Five Tom, and I've got my very good friend Will here on the other side of the world, even though Will and I were actually in the same town at the same time recently. Um, well, we it just didn't work out. out. But, uh, <laughs> life, uh... Life, life kind of kicked both of us in the balls a little bit, uh, but I can now confirm that it is 1,121 miles from the library in Willstown to my front door. It's a long drive, Tom. Yeah, yeah, but you know, my wife's uh, my wife's husband's pretty badass, so we do pretty well. So, and yeah, she's only got one husband, by the way. So, um. But yeah, like we, we talked about in pre-production, Will, we're, uh, obviously we're going to go through episode uh, four, and we're going to break down the fourth wall here. We're actually recording on Friday as opposed to Wednesday, because uh, your boy High Five Tom had a little mental uh, meltdown on Wednesday. So Tom we'll, was a little tired. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, they're, 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 something, something hit me. Um, but Will, thank you for being accommodating and doing this on Friday. So it's all about. You know, so we, we got to do, sure. do it for our adoring fans. Yeah. You know, all three of them, um, you know, well, maybe, maybe, maybe we're up to five. Um, but there has been some big news, but we'll address that a little bit later. But I do want to get to our questions first, Will. That's right. Questions, plural. We have more than one. We do. So uh, first one comes from uh, my good friend uh, Rob from uh, Unbooking the Territory and the Tankatory. Um, now, if you're wondering why a tank, what a tankatory is, um, him and uh, our good friend Dan Griffin actually go over Tank Abbott matches um, on their podcast. It's fucking hilarious. I can't put over uh, Rob and Dan enough, so if you get a chance to check out their podcast. Um, but Rob sent it a question, um, you know, and his question was, uh, who in Ring of Honor would you want Tank Abbott to punch in the face? And I think everyone knows who my first one is, but Will, if you want to go first. For me, you know, it's a real toss-up because obviously I'm just going to pick somebody, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm not favorite of. You know, I'm pretty vocal about people not, I'm not crazy about right now. You know, Jay Lethal, not a big fan. Kyle O'Reilly, maybe he needs somebody to really smack him around a little bit. You know, he's, he's been kind of a bitch lately. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cornette, why not? Uh, see, we've got that one in common. So. Even though Jim Cornette is giving me a match that I'm very excited to see that we'll talk about later in the show that's going to happen on uh, next TV. Yeah. Spartansburg, again, battle in the Carolinas, baby. Back, back to the Carolinas. And Will, if I wanted to watch a preview show on the Carolinas, where could I get that DVD from? Well, Tom, I think you used to be able to get it from ringofhonorwrestling.com, but I wouldn't know because my Honor Club login doesn't work. So, Oh, wow. Weird. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden. There it is. <laughs> there's, a, there's a corporate takeover, and all of a sudden our shit doesn't work again. Hmm. Well, apparently everybody else's shit works, just not <laughs> Yeah, but it's I'm waiting like, to hear. I'm waiting to hear back for my help ticket. And we have to wait sixty days to watch Death Before Dishonor on Honor Club. Uh, I'm gonna say that's that's not gonna happen. I'm probably gonna watch it beforehand, and I'm not paying for it. I'm just gonna put it out there. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Um, those I mean, they, all... they, they charge you for this month, so I mean, they should give it to and you. And they charge me for this month, and they weren't supposed to. So, um, Will and I have a little bit of heat with Ring of Honor Club right now. So uh, the bars kind of the 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 tables are or the scales, however you want to look at, are kind of tipping against uh, Tony Khan. So it it was already a big ass. It's uh it's going to be more and more uphill the way the way this thing's going. Yeah, and we're we'll probably address a little bit more of that here in a, in a couple minutes. Um, but my picks for people I would like to take Abbott to punch in Ring of Honor. Um, one is an actual shoot. Uh, the first one is as everyone could probably guess, um, and this is actually drop on the Shining Wizards cracking up too because um, they're known as the headbangers back then, but uh, the Guardians of fucking truth. This is a shoot. Tank, command, clear health. Um, my other pick, now this is kayfabe, because um, I, I should hate this person technically, uh, but Truth Martini. Now, I don't hate Truth Martini in real life. Um, I don't even hate his character, but I'm supposed to hate him, so that's why it's kayfabe. And then I got Jim Cornette. Um, there's just some weird... Weird shit with Cornette. I mean, all this affiliates talk this week was really kind of annoying, um, you know, and his hypersexuality, especially when it comes to Maria, is, I don't know. I'm just hoping that that's all coming from the back. But, yeah, so Tank, I want you to punch Jim Cornette in the face for me. So. And that's 2012 Cornette, not even, sp- you know, spazzy Cornette that's going on right now. Uh, but our second question, our question of dishonor, uh, from our good friend Brundon, who um, is he our number? Is he our number one listener for sending out a question every week? Yeah, I mean he's got his own segment, he, so he pretty much does. Yeah, I mean it's, he has the questions of dishonor from Brundon, um, although he almost got his his privilege revoked, uh, um, confusing suicidal tendencies with Limp Biscuit. But Brundon, you're still my boy. <laughs> I'm not mad, Brundon. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. You know, all I want was Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. She wouldn't give it to me. I'm not crazy. (laughs) Um, But if you want to know what we're talking about, you get Shining the Shining Wizard. So, Uh, but Brundon uh, asked us both what uh, 70s wrestler, what 70s and 80s wrestlers would we like to see in 2012 Ring of Honor? Um, excluding, you know, actual wrestlers that actually did show up, like Bruno San Martino uh, had an awkward thing in there and stuff like that. So, oh, and we got a recap of that. Don't worry. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Smokes, you fish again? I'm talking to the cat, but... Um, All right. My, my 70s wrestlers, Will, um, and listen, I, I and to break down the fourth wall, I had to really kind of think, I'm like, I didn't, I was like not sure 70s wise, so I went back into the list. But uh, uh, Pat Patterson, what I think would be very, very fun um, in Ring of Honor 2012, um, especially if they let Pat Patterson be Pat Patterson. But the simple fact of the matter is the guy could fucking go. Um, he was a, a great, you know, Matt tactician, um, the whole kitten caboodle. And uh, I know Dalton Castle's not in 2012, but him and Dalton Castle together obviously would be a lot of fun. Uh, but speaking of technical wizards, um, Bob Backlund. Watching Bob Backlund in a pure rules match would it be, I mean, I know there's no pure championship in 2012, uh, would be a lot of fun. And then uh, just for pure badassery and a great character, Larry fucking Zabisco. 
Um, and I do have an honorable mention. He's a little bit more of an 80s wrestler, um, but I did just listen to him on Jericho, and I am a fan. I know I'm going to catch some shit for this, but I don't care. Uh, but Jesse the Body. Yeah. Big personality. He was a big personality, and he's uh, he's not who people think he is, but that's all I'm going to say about that. So, um, yeah. So, Will, you got any 70s wrestlers for me? So, I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot of older uh, wrestling. Like I've I've been very open about how like I don't really go back like I don't really go back to listen to, like older albums. I don't really go back to watch older anything. Like I don't go out of my way to go check out the stuff. So I had to the people when I thought about this came to mind. I had to go back and Google to see if they were actually like admittable. 70s, I'd say maybe a Ricky Steamboat. Nice. If you want to have a more, uh, you know, we're talking about kind of who Kevin Steen's got a face for his title. There's not really a whole lot of, uh, of talent to pick from. Yeah. So, you know, maybe Steamboat works the WrestleMania 3 Magic. Kevin Steen. Yeah. But uh, I'm a uh, 80s was a little better. Uh, Tom, if we will, I, do you have any others? You've already made uh, a handful. So I'm going to throw out two from the 80s. Okay. Because I'm going to pick the Steiner brothers. Nice. I think the Steiner oh. brothers in this tag division would be uh, Taylor would be, would be killer. Oh, Russia's greatest tag team versus the Steiners? Fucking forget Bris- about Briscoe Steiners, the promos. You know, I mean, you got that, you got that brother magic going on. And then, I mean, you take them as individuals. I mean, you could have Rick could be putting on just solid matches, and you could have Scott Steiner, you know, Scott Steiner and Mike Mondo and Kevin Steen all yelling at each other. Oh man, the math in that match would be excellent. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe some like Great Muda, somebody like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's definitely got ties to, to Japan and everything in Ring of Honor. So, I mean, great mood would be fun. Um, now, you know, unfortunately, I'm biased, obviously, because I started watching wrestling in the 80s. Um, and Will wasn't even born yet. Uh, but for some odd reason, the first person that came to mind was Macho Man. Um, I mean, a Jay Lee, I mean, it, it writes itself. You know, 1987 Macho Man versus 2012 Jay Lethal. I, you know. Again, the promo game. Ooh, Mike Mondo, you see, you got no fear, Mike Mondo. Um, and then I've got two Minnesota guys who were, kind of made their bones a little bit more in the 90s, but they definitely did wrestle in the 80s. Uh, two amazing sellers, two amazing athletes, two amazing wrestlers. And two of my favorites and two people, unfortunately, that passed away way too young. Uh, but Ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, Mike Rick Bennett. Rick solid. Uh, I'm just imagining Mike Bennett and Rick Rude as a tag team together with Maria. Oh, man. Rick Rude running a steal your girl angle. All day. Like I said, it writes itself. Mike Bennett's like, I'm the, I'm the, you know, I'm like the next big thing. I'm the, all this, that, everything else. And it's like, Yeah. You might be one for the girls, but you got yourself a woman there. 
<laughs> and, great. Um, and then my my other pick is uh, Mr. Perfect. Um, Definitely a great fit for Ring of Honor. I mean, Mr. Perfect versus El Generico versus Roddy versus Kyle versus Davey Richards. I mean, him and Steen. Just uh, almost D- Davey Richards, Kurt Henning would be like that's that's top shelf stuff right there. Yeah, I mean, I could just see Davey Richards just kicking Mr. Perfect once and him just selling it to the moon. So, um, yeah, that's that's my pick for the '80s. So, uh, Brundon, that is your uh, your questions of dishonor uh, for this week. So, keep them in, and obviously anyone else. Um, Rob, thanks again for the question. So, if you got any other Tank Abbott questions. Uh, you like to send her away, you know, send her, uh, send them our way. But, um, Will, it's a quick uh, fuck you Zoom break. Uh, how about we resume in about two minutes? Yeah, I mean, we got to do it. You know, we haven't we haven't paid out to the to to the big uh, the big Zoom business. No, no. So I mean, we're paying for this honor club. It's not working. So. All right, high fivers. We'll see you in about. Uh, well, you'll see us in about ten seconds. We'll see you in about. I, I better get my my fifty dollars worth pro wrestling tees credit so I can get a single t shirt. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll see you in a second. Yeah. And that's oh. how I stop my chlamydia. <laughs> Oops, oh. we're on. It's live, pal. Oh shit! Live. We're live, pal. Well, speaking of uh, we're live, pal, um, ironically enough, like we talked about in the open, uh, we are recording on Friday, and it, um, some news dropped today uh, that supposedly Vince McMahon is retiring. We don't know what this means. Retiring from what? Um, is he retiring from merchandising, or who knows? I, um, I think he's, he's, he's out. I think the speculation that he's out because he knows some shit's going to come out. I mean, shit's inevitably going to come out. I mean, you, you look at even the stuff that people already know about, and you're like, not even about like the current event stuff. Like, you go back. Stuff with stuff with Jimmy Snuka. Stuff about Owen Hart. Like, you go back, it's like, there's a lot of stuff that was like on camera that was like, hmm, a little unsavory. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, it's, it's, you know, obviously it's a bummer for like the family and whatnot, you know, he, his mother apparently just died a little while. She was like 103, 104 years old. Yeah. Good honor. I mean, maybe he's finally just at the, somebody, I think somebody might in the Discord might even said it like he, he just lost his mom who was alive for forever. He doesn't really do anything with his grandkids. He probably didn't do a whole lot with his kids when they were kids, when they were kids. So, I mean, it, Maybe part of it's just that life part too, where it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe you maybe start... he's questioning how long he's going to last. You know, I mean, he's in impeccable shape for his age. I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. He's in better I, shape than I. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just nervous because, like, you know, I mean, it's I mean, it's literally his life. You know, and if he doesn't have that, I mean, you know, it happens all the time. People retire and they're dead in six months. Right. You think it's a Shawshank thing where he gets out and then he, he's like, I got to go back in. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to say I, I don't want him to die. I mean, he's, you know, he's a big part of, of my childhood and everything. And, you know, 
I'm not going to say that. I mean, I, 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 everyone's a lot of people are talking like without you know fact matters of Vince McMahon there would be no wrestling today. I don't think that's true. I definitely don't think wrestling would be what it is today. But I think there would still be. It might still be. I mean, it might be the territories. Um, you know, I don't want to dwell too much because it's a Ring of Honor podcast. But yeah, maybe um, it just doesn't. Maybe it just doesn't get as big. I mean, I think pro wrestling to a degree is part of like kind of like the kind of like the, the basic pop culture know how because of yeah the WWF. I mean, the WWF had that international appeal. Things like Hulk Hogan had international appeal. Yeah. I mean, it's like we, uh, uh, my senior year of my bachelor's degree, I did a class on it was like contemporary world literature. One of the books we read was from, let's say it was from, uh, from an Indian author. And it, and there's a section specifically mentioning like the older folks watching Hulk Hogan on TV. Wow. So it's like, you know, things like Hulk Hogan were, like, it was international. Would would a WCW have gone that big? I mean, who knows? Because WCW, towards the end, started pulling those WWE guys. They they wanted the Randy Savage. They wanted the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. If you don't have a Vince McMahon, do you get Hulk Hogan? Do you get Randy Savage? Do you get... Yeah, all these talents. Does wrestling get to be kind of like to the point where it's like everybody knows what a Hulk Hogan is. Everybody knows what a Randy Savage is. I mean, you can go to whatever department store and get a Randy Savage t-shirt. Yeah. People see red and gold. They know it's Hulk Hogan. You know, it's yeah. There's NWO shirts everywhere. Yeah. And that was three Vince McMahon guys. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, a lot of people like me are skeptical, you know, is this a worker and whatnot. I mean, you know, Vince McMahon is a worker. So, I mean, I don't know. We just wanted to mention it real quick. That's, I mean, if you're given any time a sense of, you know, if you're listening to this podcast 10 years from now, um, you'll know it's, you know, the day Vince McMahon retired and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we could go on about it for, for 16 hours, but, we don't have 16 hours, so. Um, but, no. Will, something a bit more, it is more contemporary, but related to our podcast. What are you doing tomorrow? Tom, I'm going to a Death Before Dishonor tomorrow. My first pay-per-view, my first Ring of Honor event. Pretty excited for you. This is a pretty stacked card. I'm pretty excited, too. Uh, we got... Uh, how many matches we have? It's like seven matches, I think. Yeah. Will versus Allison K. That's gonna be a fucking. That's gonna be a sleeper match. People are gonna hopefully. That's a, that's that's the pre-show match. So that'll be on the, the YouTube, right? So. Yeah. And the return of the trios belts. Yep. So. Right, just against Don Castle and the boys. The Mercedes boys? Martinez and uh, Serena D. Lethal yeah. and Joe. FTR Briscoe's two out of three falls. Garcia Yuta and uh, Gresham Claudio Castagnoli. So wait, is that Will Allison K match the only non-title match? Correct. Huh. They have to have some more. 
don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah. You know, they, they've mentioned Colt Cabana is going to be a part of it in some way, so maybe they do another match. I mean, obviously, Willow and Allison K aren't going to go for an hour. No. So, so maybe they put a, a you know, maybe they throw another couple. It's you know, maybe it's like super card where they're just like, oh, here's matches. Yeah. So I hope so. It should be fun. Um, you can watch that on Honor Oh, wait. Maybe. Maybe you'll be able to watch it on Honor Club. No, it's not being broadcast on Honor Club. <clears throat> we have to wait 60 days to watch on Honor Club. So we, it's for sure it's not going to be airing on Honor Club. Tune in next week. I'm going to leave a clip. We'll, 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 we'll find out. I uh, can't even get into my Honor Club right now. So, yeah. So the Honor Club forgot will exist, but uh, my my pat my login information is uh, invalid, even though it worked last week. Yeah. And it's saved, so I just click the button to log in. Mm. So we'll see. But uh, on top of people I'm seeing, I'm going to see in the Briscoes, and the Briscoes have apparently got a long term. Ring of Honor contract, not an AEW contract. So this is a contract specifically for the Ring of Honor program, which Tony Khan said in his media call for Death Before Dishonor might be winding up on uh, the Warner Discovery streaming services. Does it wind up on an HBO Max? Does it wind up on a uh, Discovery Plus? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be it's a it's an interesting time. So um, that'd be neat if they, you know, if they because uh, they probably might have like a, a settled location where they do like TV tapings. Yeah, I mean, if I had the money and I knew Ring of Honor was gonna do like a chunk of TV tapings, sure, why not? Why yeah. down, hang hang out. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they uh, where they do those tapings at. I mean, they've got you know availability, so I hope it's not down in Jacksonville. Um, you know, and he's he's got Daly's place, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's that's an AEW thing, and I mean, Ring of Honor just seems weird not in the Northeast, if that makes sense. Yeah. At least based. I mean, how many shows have we watched at the DeBurns Arena in Baltimore? Um, they like the, they like the Northeast and they like the Carolinas. Yeah. They do. And I mean, they do on Chicago Ridge, you know, where I guess Steve Carino hung Jay Briscoe from the ceiling. I keep forgetting to ask our, my good friend Kyle about that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's a, it's an interesting time. Um, I'm, cautious, uh, I'm cautiously pessimistic. I'll be honest with you. Um, if, if they do the thing where you can't watch it live on the app, I think they're going to see their numbers dip. Yeah, because what's going to be the point of having Honor Club that you can't watch the shows? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll keep it. We just may go down to one, you know, because I mean... I mean, right now we are at one. Well, yeah, I mean... Unless I, I hear back and find out I'm getting a $50 Pro Wrestling Tees gift card. Because my account set to, it was set to renew in August. Or in uh, December, rather. So unless they plan on rolling out this new honor club, like, soon. Yeah. In which case they say, you know, all the billing stuff's going to restart and whatnot. But, I mean, as of right now, my apparently my login credentials just don't work. They don't – they're invalid. So mm. do I even have an account? Do, 
those of us like me, like you got charged, you pay for month to month. Yeah. I I had the, the year-long subscription. So is it just people who had year-long subscriptions are now getting like I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So far the only person who's uh weighed in on it has been you. So we will uh we'll see. I mean I'll be watching Death Before Dishonor Live. Yeah, you will be. So, you know, and you'll get to see uh, meet up with Mr. Mike Peterson and his mom. So, then you got some of your some of your other boys coming to hang out. So, um, yeah, I yeah. don't know how I don't know how much mingling come up, but I'll definitely try to hit up Mike. You know, at least you know, say what's up, grab a picture for the Discord. Yeah, because hey. he's gonna his section's not too far from mine. So, okay. And then are you um, – so you're not on the floor, like you're just above the floor? Yes. Yeah, so I'm in I'm in the stands, basically, because the Saga Serena is set up like a – it's a bowl. Okay. So you have all the, the floor, and then there's, like, the, the, the bleachers, basically, like, around okay. it. Yeah, that's what I tried doing for Windy City Riot, but, yeah, we're on the floor. Yeah, it was a shit show, so – uh, I'm pretty sure Saga Serena is where they do hockey. Okay. Seeing Judas Priest play there. That's cool. So it's a decent sized venue. So I'm going to be interested to see what the actual uh, turnout's like because it's not sold out. Really? Not sold out. Not a good sign. Yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor hasn't had a sellout in forever, so. Usually their wall shows would do well, though, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then I was just thinking, so really the only people that we are covering would be Jay Lethal and the Briscoes that are even on the card, right? Correct, because everybody else is uh, newer. Yeah, or older in Claudio and Samoa Joe's case. But... I was going to say, those those are pretty, pretty uh, revelry guidelines. Huh. Interesting. So yeah. They're already well on the way in their other careers at that point. So yeah, so I'm sure Will will be texting me pictures throughout the show. At least you better be. Well my we'll see. We'll see. My my like my phone doesn't take great photo and video. So um, yeah. if well, we'll see how they come out. Yeah. Um it'll be fun. I'm happy for you. You know, I mean if it worked out, you know, um of course that's like we were literally just out that way. This time four days ago, um, you know, but you know, TK gave us more advanced notice, you know, but oh well. Um, but will the reason all the high fivers are tuning in is to for us, right. to cover- they, they don't want to hear us bitch about my honor club not working. Well, they might, so I mean, it depends if you know, they and, might, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And if anyone else is having issues, let us know. Um, you know, I'd just be nice that's, to know. That, that's a good call, Tom. That's great community interaction. If anybody <laughs> else is having issues with Honors Club, let us let us know. I mean, we can't do anything about it, but I mean, I'll just send nasty tweets to Ring of Honor like I did when I wasn't working last month. But but uh, the reason we're here, uh, it is episode 44. 44 episodes of Ring of Honor TV so far, Will, that originally yeah. aired July 21st, 2012. Um, and they're still at the, the DeBurns Arena in Baltimore. Uh, shout out to the Baltimore Ring of Honor fans. So, um, Baltimore DMD, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, solid episode overall. Um, yeah. I, I was more excited the first viewing than I was the second. Um, but we did get some big surprises, which we're definitely going to get to. Here. Um, but we started off with a clip, uh, quick clip of Eddie Edwards versus Mike Bennett from a few months ago. Uh, where, you know, Edwards got the best of Bennett, uh, but then, of course, took a beating for his trouble, blah, blah, blah. Surprised, you know, Eddie Edwards, um, in a, you know, getting his ass kicked. But our first match Bill, on TV this week was uh, the aforementioned Mike Bennett and Brutal Bob. And I love the line here, um, you know, that Nigel says, it's uh, Brutal Bob's so ugly he can make blind children cry. Maybe... I popped for that the first time I watched this episode. You know, um, you know, maybe not. I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. So I'm going to say. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Nice shot by the cameraman here. Jesus. I mean, he, he pretty much just gave Maria Canellis a colonoscopy. It's, uh, it's not too dissimilar from that, that camera clip that, uh, there was from the Rev Pro show there with, when they zoomed in, like, Pox package and his abs and shit. It's like, really, people? Uh, I mean, I'm hoping this is Cornet, you know, calling it from the back, but... Uh, and it's tough, too, to say whether it's specifically about Maria, because really, Maria's the only woman that we see other than Beta Scott. Yeah. Although that's about to change. But we'll get to that as, soon. Uh, as Taz said, the mood's about to change. Um, yeah, you know, it's... I don't know. Yeah, and we don't see Veda in the ring at all. So, I mean, she's just doing, you know, interview segments. So, um, yeah, but then uh, obviously, um, oh, yeah, versus uh, Eddie Edwards and Adam. So, it's, yeah, it's Brutal Bob and Mike Bennett versus Eddie Edwards and Adam Cole. And then um, obviously Kevin Kelly and Nigel are still putting over Adam Cole's performance uh, over Kyle O'Reilly, which if you go back in the archives, you can hear Will and I also gush about that. So, um, yeah, and it sounds like uh, Edwards got a bad elbow. Um, you got it from training, and then uh, you get into a match with Homicide. Injuries are <laughs> And, uh, you know, the thing is, they point out, too, that a uh, team of Brutal Bob and Mike Bennett uh, don't have any wins, but the team of Adam Cole and uh, Eddie Edwards do have a, a victory over the former heavyweight champ, Davey Richards. Yeah, I mean, Adam Cole did pin Davey Richards in that match. Um, he did. Yeah, and then um, and then uh, oh, then they bring up so more talk about these fucking TV affiliates. Um, you know, Kevin Kelly is like, oh yeah, Adam Cole was doing the, the press circuit, and you know, everyone loved him. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, you know, I, I get it. You know, TV is a big thing, but you know, the ship may have sailed on that cornet. So I know it's 2012, but. Um, yeah, I'm, so of, I'm so sick of Cornet. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see when his influence stops. I'm not really sure, so hopefully it's soon. But, um, I did have to chuckle the tail of tape that Brutal Bob is 48. Um, I thought he was 68. Um, yeah, and he's talking, you know, how Brutal Bob's got his, his school. Um, and he'd be just known for beating people up, but obviously, you know, Mike Bennett's stuck, blah 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 blah. Uh, then we get a quick uh, plug for Death Before Dishonor in 2012. Uh, I think this is the 10th one, I think, or 8th or ninth one. Um, but it's going to be in Chicago Ridge. 
Um, but yeah, there's no matches announced yet, but Kevin Steen will defend, and we don't know who's going to defend it against. So, um, yeah, and then obviously uh, we find out that this taping happened probably late June uh, because they keep referencing Kenny King, who has yeah, seen- and uh, we have they they go over their uh, the All Night Express title win. Yeah, so um, yeah, at the end of the match, um, Adam Cole gets crossbody on Brutal Bob for the win. That's right, uh, same crossbody that pinned the world champ. Yeah, so that must be a fuck of a, a crossbody. Hell of a crossbody. But obviously, uh, Bennett and Brutal Bob don't take it very well, and uh, the beatdown ensues. You know, and Brutal Bray Bob- gets involved. She, she fucking stabs Adam Cole in the mug with, a, with the boot. He just got his face split open. And now you stab him in the face with your heel. Hey, we're, we're gonna get into the face busted open. That's next. But yeah, she he stabs that sparkly boot. But then an equalizer comes in. Tom, Sarah Del Rey comes in, and Maria, Mike Bennett, and Brutal Bob beat feet. Get the hell out of there! I know this is an audio podcast, but Tom is currently raising his arms in excitement for Sarah Del Rey. Uh, this is a good pickup. She's a bad motherfucker. Um, she might be one of the, actually bring it back to 2022, but she might literally be top five most important people at work for WWE right now. Um, what that what, what she's done with the women's division cannot be understated. And like I said, yeah, she's yeah, she's uh, she's Serena Deeb before Serena Deeb is Serena Deeb. So um, really excited for this. Totally out of the blue. Uh, did not see it coming. And um yeah, I even texted Will Friday morning last week. I'm like, Will! So, um, then we get a quick ad for ringofhonorwrestling.com, the now defunct ringofhonorwrestling.com. Uh, they're still shilling uh, Border Wars as the best wrestling card in Toronto history. I know I brought it up last week, but, I, I you know, there was this, this Hogan Ultimate Warrior match that happened in Toronto. I don't, I don't know, but... Uh, uh, and then Will's favorite segment of the week, we go uh, inside uh, Ring of Honor. Inside Ring of Honor, the only place I'd rather be. And, you know, and we uh, we go over Kyle or Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly again. And I do love. Um, yeah, obviously, they had to the bleed out all the blood or bleep out all the blood and everything. But um, right there, there is a parental advisory ahead of this. A, pr- a pretty thick one. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. And then we get a, you know, recap of that Bruno segment again, which was what it was. Um, and then uh, it looks like we're getting uh, Landstorm and Mike Bennett. Two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. Landstorm, Mike Bennett, three. Um, but next week, we are getting Adam Cole versus Roderick Strong for the TV title. Um, Will, I wonder what happens in that match. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, so that was Ring of Honor, not the best inside the Ring of Honor. Um, I, I've seen better, but so, um, but they do mention that um, this week Kevin Steen hasn't uh, n- yet named an opponent. And Correct. They, they make it official every singles match that he has. It's going to be a title match. So, which I don't know why you wouldn't do that normally, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. All right, but uh, we got a we got a, a recap, Patrick. Next, 
All Night Express beating Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team for the tag team titles. Yep. And then uh, out comes the aforementioned Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. Uh, they don't look happy, Tom. They look no. they look a little especially surly this evening, especially Charlie Haas. Which is um, which for them is saying a lot because they look surly when they wake up in the morning. I assume. But they come out, they're ready for a match, and they've got a tall order wrestling Fusion DS. Fusion DS. Yep. They look like a couple they look like a couple creator wrestlers. And high fivers, just so everybody knows. Um, Will actually took notes this week. Oh, I got I got a page of notes. I got 1,216 characters. Wow. It says uh, it's only 228 words. You know, abbreviations. It's a, it's about a quarter of a picture. You know what I'm saying? Tom's picture is 1,000 words. I it. <laughs> Fun fact, my one of my uh, my friends, my friend Kate, when uh, she applied to the college that we went to, and you have to submit the essay, she took a, she sent a photograph that she had cut in half and said a picture's worth a thousand words. You asked for 500. She got, in. She got in, didn't she? She got in. Did they give her credit for creativity or? Hey, you know, it's art school, right? So. Ah, okay. No, I mean, hey, thinking outside the box, gotta like it, so. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I did try doing some research on Fusion DS. Um, there's uh, there's not much. No, they got about they got about twenty matches between 2012 and 2011. Um, yeah, I mean, they got well, they only got about two minutes with wrestling's greatest tag. Yeah, which is about a minute thirty more than I thought it was going to go. Um, but yeah, obviously wrestling's greatest tag team they dominate, um, and then Charlie gets on the stick, and then. Um, they they run down. Actually, I mean, at the end of the match, one of the guys is getting pinned. The other guy thought about interfering, but then thought better of it. So that was kind of weird. Um, yeah, and then they start running on All Night Express, and uh, they better see them next week. So I don't think we're going to see them next week. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see when this tape. So. Um, yeah, and then uh, it was weird. It's better see him next week, and then we're kind of interrupted by Cornette. Um, but he's being interviewed, and he's just talking how he had to he's, go outside. He's, he's backstage. Water. He's backstage with Veda Scott. With with some pressing news, and he's just talking how he's all this shit, how he uh, he had to go outside of Ring of Honor. La da 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 da. July 28th, Spartansburg. Brr, brr, homicide, Kevin Steen. <laughs> Um, man, that should be fun. Do we have that one? I'd have you check around our club, but that yeah, it doesn't work. I don't know if that shows on. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up later. Um, well, that wouldn't that be next week's TV? Or maybe it's TV taping. I thought I mean, maybe... if, if if they're sticking in date because the twenty eighth would be exactly one week from when this episode went up. We oh. better get this match. <laughs> oh shit, Jesus. Um, because I was wondering if it was like one of those, I mean, like you know, the Bruce City beatdown. I don't think our next event is until the August 11th, but um, but will they mentioned that August 11th show? Yeah, that's West Virginia, isn't it? 
because Kevin Steen's got an opponent for August 11th. They didn't say who it was, but it's somebody that Kevin Steen knows very well. Maybe we'll find out by the end of the episode. What do you think? Well, I mean, we're gonna... I mean if they bring it up, I, I missed it. No, well, well, I'm just assuming by the end result, but well, we'll get to that. Um, I mean, it's probably generic, though, right? Oh, I thought maybe it was the person that jumped him at the end of this episode. We'll get to it. Um, I totally forgot. I don't remember that happening, and when I rewatched it, I, I'm like, oh, there's only a little bit left. I don't remember anything else happening, so... Oh, oops! All right, uh, well, I goofed. This is this. I is goofed. Cool. What a surprise! The notes are well, not foolproof. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in your defense, I mean, it was pretty big news because I mean, Hugh Cornett was interrupted by a certain. I mean, I just want to say so. Watching this as somebody who, let's pretend that I didn't screw up watching this episode twice and forgot there was somebody jumping in at the end. It starts, it's like, he's somebody who Steen knows really well. Part of me is like, what if he booked, like, Jimmy Jacobs again? Try to, like, split up that group. It's like, huh, Jimmy Jacobs wants to be his best friend, but it's like, put the world title on the line. Does, does Jimmy Jacobs not want to be the world champ? Would he not want to be the guy with the winner's purse? You know, I I don't know. But, I mean, there's also the Generico. It's like, oh, we haven't seen Generico in a while. There was the kid in the front row at the, the Beer City beatdown. Yeah. That may or may not have been Generico. So, um, well, let's get to – we should probably get to Generico's or Generico. Steve's appointment or appointment. Jeez. Right. We got to cover this before our next Zoom break, which is looming. Tom, <laughs> who enters stage left? Mike Mondo. Yes. JC. JC. <laughs> Kevin Steen. Um, like, yeah, you know, like Will and I have been talking about, Mike Mondo gets a title shot. Um, Mike fucking Mondo. He's fired up. He's ready to go. I mean, he tells Cornette he's ready to go. Um, he's fired up. You he's going to have no rest. He's going to have no mercy. No mercy, no fear. No fear. Which um, is the name of his finishing move. I keep forgetting that No Fear is the name of the Hammerlock GDT he's using. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and Jim Cornette's all for it. So Jim Cornette's uh, fired up. And uh, Mike Mondo is so over, he has an intro package. They do like a whole, yeah, they do like a whole bit for him. Yeah. So um, not, to, not to pat ourselves on the back or anything, but, I, I mean, we called that. We've been saying this for months. So, um yeah, but then we go to our main event for the night, and man, I've been trying to find these shirts. Uh, but in the front row, there's Mondo Maniacs everywhere, and they're rocking their Monday night Mondo t-shirts. I want one, Will. Actually, I want two. I want one for me and one for you. Listen, you're you're the one who's everybody's best friend on Twitter. Maybe we just could rub elbows with Mike Mondo a bit like buddy. Can we get these shirts like on your Pro Wrestling T store? Like all you got is that Spirit Squad shirt. How about some uh, No Fear? Just saying. Um, I think next time he asks some questions, I'm, I'm, I might ask him. So, um, you know, hopefully he doesn't no-show us like the Shiny Wizard. So, 
Um, but it was awesome. Yeah, like Carl popped. Carl was huge for, for Mondo. He was super over. Yeah, there was a chant. Yeah. There was a Mike Mondo chant. Um, and then and he you comes know, down, he's in shitty-ass music. It's gut check time. <laughs> it's like the most basic beat and just clips of his promos. <laughs> yeah. It was – and personally, it was glorious. Um, I, I was very – the crowd's into it. Mike Mondo's rearing and ready to go. But you know who's not really ready to go? It's Kevin Steen. No. He yeah. comes out. He's still not ready to go. They don't even cut his music when he's talking on the microphone. His, his song is still playing like the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steen comes down and, uh, you know, he just runs down, uh, you know, Mike Mondo. He's like, wow, what a company that Jim Cornette runs. I mean, you don't even have to win a match to get yeah, people shot. don't have to actually earn title shots. Basically. Like Kevin Steen had to like win all these matches and have all these things to get a title shot. And now you don't get a match for winning matches. You just get a match for not losing. Um, I mean, honestly, fucking brilliant. It, it, it's actually really good storytelling. All bullshit aside. Um, it's my second favorite interaction of Kevin Scenes in a microphone during this match. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Mono, you know, he ain't, um, he ain't gonna hear it. Uh, but yeah, Scenes like, well, I'm gonna humor you and Cornette. Uh, I'm gonna give Mondo his title shot. Um, he's not gonna have no fear at the end of the match, though. So he's gonna have no pulse. And then Mondo jumps in. Bobby Cruz announces as the pummeling's going on in the corner that this is your your main event. For the Ring yeah. of Honor World Championship. Um, and hot on commentary, Steve Carino, he's he's coming out swinging. He's yeah. talking shit about Jim Cornette's run through or Steve's run through everybody who's won matches. So now Cornette's starting to pull people who haven't won matches. <laughs> he busts out like an Oi Nigel, how you doing, mate? Or some shit like that. It's like he's swinging. Oh. <laughs> Steve Carino was fucking my this. I mean, this, I mean, say what you will about corn. This is really well done. Um, this, this, this match was fun. That for, this was a very fun match. It's two guys. This wasn't necessarily poised as a comedy match. Yeah, but there's some bits in this. That it's just it's inherently funny. Oh, like yeah. Mondo getting seen on the outside when he does like the run down the whole fucking ramp. And he like shoulder tackles him. He does like the two steps forward and he collapses. And yeah. Um, you know, Mondo gets power bombed on that guardrail. Um, he does get power bombed on the guardrail. But dude, I mean, I'm just like, well, even Carino brought this up because Paul Turner is the worst and best referee, depending on what time of day it is. Um, or was it Sinclair in this match? It's Sinclair was in this match. Okay. Because I, I made a note uh, at one point, this is towards the end of the match, but when uh, Steen does the cannonball, uh, Carino's like, you got to use that 248 pounds to your advantage. And then when Sinclair counts a two, he calls him a – he's like, Sinclair, you fatty, do your job right. It's like, whoa, Carino's out here saying we shouldn't be body shaming people. He's calling – Todd Sinclair, a fatty. Yeah, and all of a sudden, Kevin Steen lost 20 pounds, too, so... I thought this was unbiased. Carino said he's here for unbiased commentary. Yeah, un- unlike what you get from uh, from Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis, but... 
Um, yeah, like, like we'll put it. I mean, this match was just fucking fun. Um, but yeah, the whole time they're fighting, they don't start to count. Mike, then, man, Mike Mondo, he, he, he beat that count. That was a 19 point. Yeah, ninety nine. That was a well because he got there at seventeen, and then and he fell. Uh, you know, um, I like that. I mean, that that pick is a little old. The bet Steen's selling because he thinks he's got it one, so he turns his back. Turns his back on Mondo. Yeah, Mondo's back in, and it, match is still going. Kevin, Kevin grabs the microphone. Oh, starts dogging him. He's the match isn't even over. He hasn't even pinned him. And Carino at this point is like, Kevin, you got to stop playing with him. Like, this guy. <laughs> yeah. This guy might actually be something. But uh, Kevin says uh, he's all about no fear, but this match is going to be no balls. Oh, yep. And then Mondo gets a spark and starts pummeling him. He's got gut punches, but Steen's still got the mic in his hand. So you hear him like, oh, oh, oh. Oh. He like sends him over the top rope, and Mondo comes over the top, and Steen yells in the microphone. <laughs> oh, it was it it was great. Um, yeah, I might put the clip in. There. We'll we'll see what we do with the clips and everything. But and then uh, you know, Mondo. We talk about Mondo always always evolving. Busts out the double stomp. Yeah, and gets him a two count. Um. Then we go into the the uh, the 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 stuff with the, the cannonball and whatever. Oh, the, yeah. My, and uh, Mondo goes for the no fear. He he's crawling up. He's trying. He's trying to muster up that last effort yeah. thing because he got out of one F sank. He goes for the no fear, but Steen hooks the knee. Fisherman some slingshots him onto the ropes, grabs him again. F sank in the middle of the ring. Unfortunately, a losing effort for Ring of Honor Revelry's favorite wrestler, Mike yeah. Mondo. Um, and a couple things here, Carino, just uh, plugging like every goddamn TV station on the East Coast. Um, but being in Baltimore, I did have to crack up. He's like, I talked to Cal Ripken today, and he says that he owes the streak, or uh, he um, dedicate, or he owes the streak entirely to Kevin Steen. Um, so that was classic. Um, but, yeah, but listen, yeah, I do want to kind of go over the, the ending here a little bit more in depth. Um, so we're going to take a quick break here. And now uh, we're going to hear some Mike Mondo clips in between this. But uh, high fivers, we'll see you in about 10 seconds. Good check time. Executive producer Jim Cornette and Jim, you have just minutes to decide on Kevin Steen's opponent for tonight. Well, you know, it's not just for tonight because this Kevin Steen problem has to come to an end. And that's why I've been going outside Ring of Honor to find challengers because 
Everybody on the Ring of Honor roster has pitched to me, oh, I can beat Steen, I can beat Steen, but I want to see some passion. I want to see some desire. I want to see some hunger. I want to see some things in people's faces that indicate that they'll do what it takes. And that's why I've been going outside Ring of Honor. For example, former Ring of Honor world champion Homicide, July 28th in Spartanburg, he gets his opportunity. August 11th in Providence, Rhode Island, a man gets his opportunity at Steen that Steen knows well and will know who that is. Very soon, maybe sooner than Steen thinks. But tonight, I've got just a few minutes, and I've narrowed it down to two men. Two men that I feel either one, it could go either way, and I'm not sold on either decision. JC, JC, look no further. There's no choices. It's me. No fear, Mike Mondo. Let me tell you something. There's three things Kevin won't get. No rest, no mercy, and no fear. I'll run him to the ground to the point where he's blown up. He can't even walk. I'll decapitate his head and put it on a stick as a trophy. I want this, JC. I want it more than ever. I was born to be a champion. Mike Mondo wins. He wins. He wins. He wins. You Give know what? Shot. You know what? I want it, JC. This is it. The shot. This is why that right. even Davy Richards couldn't beat this I'll man. Be because that's hunger. That's desire. That's passion. Yeah. You know what? Screw my other choices. Mondo, you want this, you got it. In three minutes, it's going to be you versus Kevin Steen for the Ring of Honor World Championship. I want you to do this company proud, and I want you to bring that gold back home. Are you ready to do it? I'm born ready, JC. I'm born ready. Let's nightmare. get to it. I fear no nightmare. Let's, Let's get to it. it. So, come on. Come on. Ha! That's my man. All right. Mike Bondo's favorite expression, Nigel, no fear. He fears no one. He certainly doesn't, and in his mind, he's seven foot two. He's not the friendliest dog in the world. Oh, my God. at the right time. Mike Bondo wanted this opportunity and has convinced Jim Cornette to give him a world title match here on television. Mike Bondo is certainly deserving, Nigel, but my goodness, how in the world could things change if Bondo is somehow able to defeat Kevin Steen? It only takes a three count to beat someone in professional wrestling, but that's one big three count, and this is one big world champion. Mondo Mania running wild. The Mondo Maniacs are out in force, but here's a man with a lot of fans of his own. Kevin Steen looking as confident as he ever has, and with good reason. So, let me get this straight. Jim Cornette is so desperate to get this title off of me that now you don't even have to actually win matches to get a title shot. Because, Mike, let's face it. All you did to earn this title shot is not lose to Davy Richards. Notice that 
I didn't say beat Davy Richards because you didn't beat him. Yeah, right. So, Davy didn't beat you, but I reiterate, you did not beat Davy. All right. It's that easy to get Ring of Honor World title shots now. I'll tell you what, Mike, hold this. I am going to humor Jim Cornette and give you a title shot. All right? But just, just please, for your, for your own, you know, for your own best interest, don't expect any miracles, buddy. Okay? Because you might say that you have no rest and, and no mercy and no fear. But when this is done, you're just going to have no pulse. All right? Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this match is for the Ring of Honor World Championship. It's No Fear Mike Mondo against Kevin Steen. All right, high fivers. I hope you enjoyed that Mike Mondo promo and that quick clip of uh, Kevin Steen's geniusness of of Mike work while he's getting his ass kicked. Um, but we'll ah! kind of wrap it up. So, uh, like we talked about, unfortunately, our boy Mike Mondo uh, did come up short in his, his championship uh, aspirations. Um, and, you know, obviously Kevin Steen didn't take it very well, so they started beating him down. Um, you know, uh, Jimmy Jacobs gets in there and they start jumping him. And all of a sudden, this guy comes from the back from another promotion. Oh, I remember now. Ah, I remember now. I remember now. Yes, Hotna. I remember now. Oh, Takara's grand champion Eddie Kingston out of nowhere. Carino said he's banned from Ring of Honor. So is that something that was already established beforehand? Maybe. Is was that part of the Chikara joint show that I didn't watch? No, um, he wasn't on that at all. Because he was on that, because he was on the Ring of Honor show when he had like when he talked to he had yeah. the face off with Steen and the Chikara locker room came out. Yeah. So when Karina said he's banned from Ring of Honor, I'm like, what happened? What did I miss? So um, I'll have to ask Kyle about that. But, but yeah. but now I now I remember. I remember now. You said coming from the back, and all of a sudden, like it just came to me. Eddie Kingston and the the button up shirt and the jeans. Yeah. And they uh, comes in guns a blazing, you know. So and then and Carino's hilarious. Should I fight or should I help him? Should I not help him? I mean, Carino stays on commentary. Um, they just brawl, you know. In the end of it, Kevin Steen just does what Kevin Steen does. Eddie Kingston does what Eddie Kingston does. So uh, promos leading up to August 11th. Yeah, if we get them, if we get the promos, because August 11th is probably it's like a live event thing. Um, and I'm going to pull up my honor club here real quick. Yep. Rub it in, Tom. Uh, don't worry. I will. Um, let's see here. I should make a sign and bring it to death before dishonor tomorrow. <laughs> says, where's my honor club? Yeah, you should. You totally should. Um, I would, but I'm a spiteful son of a bitch like that. So, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, I mean, is this, uh, is this going to be Steve's opponent at death before dishonor? In September, um, you know, 
Let's see here. So on tour, man, this honor club works so good. Just kidding, Will. Um, yeah, the next uh, yeah, the next live events, August 11th, uh, boiling points. So I don't know what that is. And then there's a caged hostility a week before. That's in Charlotte, and that's in Sh- and the boiling point doesn't say where it's from. Yeah, so they said August 11th, there's the opponent that Steen knows very well. So, yeah, I bet you it's probably this Kingston thing then. They'd be sick. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Right? Ain't mad. Um, yeah, because I have a black market DVD of that Steen elevating DVD from this time. So, I should rewatch that, actually, now that I mention it. I mean, it's not black market. It's totally legit. No. Okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so it looks like, yeah, it looks like we're getting uh, Kevin Steen and Eddie, uh, Eddie Kingston coming up. So, yeah. I'm I, down. Yeah, I just looked at the, the stop, the pause screen for um, episode 45. It's got World's Greatest Tag Team facing off against All Night Express. So it's a so the recap potentially. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. So you know, it's it's kind of they really do need to figure out their timing on these things. So, but um, well, well, listen. I mean, we kind of talked this. I liked the episode the first time I watched it um, a little better than the second time. Uh, but the, the Kingston surprise is nice. But like we always talk about, so if this is your first episode of Ring of Honor TV, uh, would you be intrigued? If I wasn't as into the earlier stuff, the, the main event would have sold me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, great promos. Um, flawless and just just a fun match. Not a technical masterpiece, but... I like my wrestling to be fun. I mean, yeah, life's too short not to have fun, so... Yeah, I mean, Mike Mon- I mean, I want to find, you know, we could be Monday Night Maniacs, Mondo Max, or whatever they're called, or main event Mondo, so maybe we just got to make our own t-shirt, so. Maybe Mondalorians. Oh! We got trademarked. We got trademarked that shit. That's that, got to be dang. That, that, that's, the new, uh, that's the new name of this podcast. There's Bread Club. We'll be the Mondalorians. <laughs> we just go until Mike Mondo stops appearing on Ring It's like, alright, see you, everybody. This is done. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that knee injury he had in Milwaukee wasn't too serious. So again, it's tough to figure out like where everything like fits into place timeline wise. Yeah, so I'm assuming this is all because uh, they they have Mondo sell the knee so much, it's kind of like on a regular basis anyway. So it's like, is this like a persistent thing? Is he actually hurt? Is it just oh, we'll just go for the knee? Yeah. Champion in our hearts, Tom. He may not have the strap right now, July no. 21st, 2022, or 2012, rather. <laughs> but on July 22nd, 2022, champion in our hearts. Hell yeah. He's got he's got the big gold belt. You know what I'm saying? Big guy, that's Mike Mondo. Mondalore. How would you spell that? Mondalore. M-O-N-D-O-L-O-R-I-A-N-S. Mondalorians. I like it. I like it a lot. 
I only knew a graphic designer that could get us something. Nope. It's not currently in Google. All right, well. You know what else isn't taken, Tom? ROH.com. Currently leads you to nowhere. It says you can buy it. Uh, Amanda Mondo. She's on Instagram at Mondalorian. Damn it. Want to buy it off her. Yeah. Who are you, man? Are you related to Mike? <laughs> Do you know Mike Mondo? Good friend. Dear personal friend, Mike Mondo. You want to be author and streamer, only producing the worst memes. Mm, I don't like this. All right. Anyways. All right. The, um, that's... That's that's uh that was it for Rain Water. Tom, uh, do you want to run through like do we want to talk a little bit about picks for the weekend? Do you have oh. any thoughts? Do you want do you want I mean we it's kind of up in the air because like I said, we if you we look at it as kind of like well they initially said too that Ring of Honor was gonna be its own standalone yeah. promotion. Does that does that kind of mean that we start having that more of a divide? Know, do we see Gresham keep the belt because Claudio is going to be doing Blackpool Combat Club? Do we see maybe FTR drop the titles? Right. Because the Briscoes are going to be that permanent Ring of Honor fixture. Or do FTR and Claudio, you know, go to Ring of Honor, quote unquote, permanently? Um, well, the first match, um, we'll start with the pre show. Willow um, and Allison Kay. I'm, uh, I'm thinking Willow. I'm thinking Willow also. I mean, Will, I Willow's hope. over as fuck. I, I hope Ring of Honor, if we're, looking, we're just saying Ring of Honor as an entity, last time Willow wrestled for Ring of Honor and she didn't win, the crowd wasn't happy. No. Current NXT star, uh, Roxanne Perez, you know, she's great, but that crowd really wanted Willow to win. Yeah. We, this, we, we stand Willow in this household. Yeah. Love Willow Nightingale. Big time. So, um, and the movie's good too, even though I need to revisit it. Um, yeah, I mean, I they, I have to imagine it. I mean, it depends on it which could, it could be Allison K. Because Allison K, I think, in her other performance for Ring of Honor, did win. Yeah, because she, well, did, I thought she lost in the first round of the women's tournament, or did she win a match? Oh, Jesus, I don't remember now, Tom. <laughs> I didn't even remember what happened on the end of TV until you started talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And it all just, like, came running after me. It's like, Eddie well, Kingston. Well, it's funny because I, re- you know, like what I talked about, I-, I watched the first time, too, and I, and I completely forgot about it. The second, I was like, oh, shit. Um, you know, it's kind of depending on where they want to go with, with the direction of the women's division. I mean, I mean, Will's, I think- not, Will's not signed to AEW. Neither of these women are actually signed to AEW. So do they get? Wow. I mean, Allison K's been doing stuff with NWA. So maybe does Willow get like the Briscoes kind of? Does Willow get a Ring of Honor contract where she gets yeah. brought in? Like, hey, do you want to be a Ring of Honor talent? Um, but man, I mean, I wouldn't be angry with a Mercedes Martinez or Serena Deeb versus Allison K match though. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be mean. That would be a mean match. There'd be a lot of mean mugging. There'd wow. be a, there'd, that'd be stiff. Yeah. That's, kind uh, of, you know, that's, a, that's a bit. 
and we're at the point too where you know we're talking about ring of honor contracts you know and it's not like an aw or w thing we're like oh they need more women or they need more of this and ring of honor as of right now has really the briscoes are the only or you assume gresham because you know gresham signed, signed some kind of deal but he's not all elite yeah so as of right now the only people who are ring of honor wrestlers are Gresham and the Briscoes. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Mercedes Martinez is, was was she giving me all elite treatment? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched in months. So let's assume no. So I mean that's that's you look at three entities, Briscoes, Mercedes Martinez, Gresham. Yeah. That's that's the ring of honor roster right now. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, we've got those six-man belts. Uh, so it's the righteous. So is that Dutch and Bateman with Vinny? Dutch, Bateman, and Vincent. Just against Dalton, Castle, and the boys. Former, I think they were six-man champions at one point. Yes. Um, but the boys look big. Looked like they'd grown up in, in, the, in the graphic. Um, Definitely not the boys that were in the like the pink pantsuits towards the end. Yeah. So, we'll, uh, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see the righteous retain. I love Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle and the boys are fun, but I mean, I don't have strong feelings towards Dutch, but Vincent and Bateman are so good. Bateman is so good. Yeah. Like, Bateman needs to, like, I know he's on strong a lot, but Bateman needs to be on people's TVs. People need to be thinking about Tyler Bateman. He's so good. Well, him and Brody King are pretty close, so it'd be interesting to see if he ever went to AEW. So, oh, Righteous House of Black. Yeah, that's gnarly. That is a gnarly. It writes itself, Will. The Righteous and Death Triangle. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, I don't know where you go with that. I mean, are, are, is Impact going to want to give up? Because, I mean, because Vinny is huge in impact. So I don't know what kind of. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, yeah. if, if it was up to me, it'd be Shane Taylor promotions. But. Uh, you know, oh, I forgot. There is other ring of our We have Gates of Agony and Brian Cage is, I guess, technically a ring of honor. Guy too. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> totally Blanchard Enterprises. Yeah, ever, ever, ever since you mentioned that, I can't stop seeing that. So I was like, oh, stupid name. Yeah. Well, um, next match, should we just go with the pure title first? I would assume that 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 would probably be next on the card. Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia. I would love to see Daniel Garcia win this. I mean, he's Taylor made for it. Um, I nothing against Yuta, but I think Garcia is. I don't want to say he's like a better wrestler, but I feel like I've seen a lot more of Daniel Garcia than I've been like this guy's got the goods. Yeah, PW, PWG champion, Bola winner, um, and a super awesome human being. Um, like he's, I told you the game, Daniel Garcia story, right? Like he's funny. Like 
he's funny online. He's great on screen. Yeah, uh, you, you wouldn't think so, but did you did you get a chance to watch the rest of the uh, countdown to? Yeah. So like that that sit down with him and Caprice, with him Caprice and Yuta, like no, Garcia think- Garcia came out looking like the champ, the winner there. Yeah. Yuta just doesn't have. He's missing something. Yeah, it's weird. My, my first exposure to Yuta was the Pure Tournament. Okay. We lost to Gresham in the you lost to Gresham in the second round, right? Because Yuta beat Silas Young in the first round. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this kid's kind of cool. But the thing is, he comes off as like a kid. Literally, yeah. And it just like there's like nothing there was like Garcia like was just like tearing into him. At least that's what it felt. It was like a slaughter on the microphone. Like yeah. he just like I'm you, know, I'm the best. Garcia's like, no, you're not. Like, and it's like, damn, Garcia's right. He went over to Best of the Super Juniors and didn't really make them like nobody really cared that he was over in Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. If you had sent over Daniel Garcia, Daniel Garcia in the Super Juniors wrestling Desperado, wrestling ELP, wrestling. I, I think it's got to be Garcia. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, if there is Unless they're going to put all the gold on Blackpool Combat Club. You know, so I mean, if, if they do that, does Garcia get torn out of the Jericho Appreciation Society? Is that a question, too? I mean, at a. Who knows where, how long that's going to last? How does that run its course? I mean, we don't know. Because as of right now, there is no Ring of Honor TV. Yeah. So, it's going to be a hell of a match. Um, Daniel Garcia is a fucking treat. That guy's a national treasure. I forgot. He's, I know he won't bowl, but uh, spoiler alert, because I was going to review that. Um, but I forgot he was champ, too, huh? Yeah. Did I tell my Daniel Garcia story on on, this, on the podcast? I don't think so. Um, for those that don't know, so me and uh, Chad, shout out to Chad from uh, VFTR, uh, the godfathers of the network here. Uh, but we were down at AEW for uh, the Jim Lyman tournament, which is pretty much the Midwest version of Bola. Um, and Chad bought a shirt from Daniel Garcia, um, lost said shirt, uh, but someone turned it in, gave it to him, and then Chad went up to him the next day. He's like, oh, yeah, here's your shirt back. Um, didn't charge him or nothing. You know, he could have just pocketed the money, so he never got it. Um, it was super nice. Yeah, I talked to us for like 10 minutes. So um, I'm a forever Daniel Garcia fan. So it was just real, it was a real nice gesture or something small, but I mean, you yeah, could have that's, been that's great. So stand up guy. Yeah. And then uh, then we've got Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb. Um, I'd like to see Mercedes Martinez retain. I could see them putting it on Deeb if Deeb's going to be around more, and especially if before Ring of Honor has its own TV. Because here's the thing: if Ring of Honor doesn't have TV yet, maybe they put the straps on the people who are going to be on TV more. Yeah, and it helps build up to the point where it's like eventually this is going to be Ring of Honor, and you're just going to see these guys on Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's interesting because there's I, not a there's not a bad choice as far as title holder goes. I mean, both women are insanely talented. Yeah, and deserve. And you have the looming match of whoever's wrestling here is going to wrestle Deanna Peraza because Deanna Peraza never lost 
the Ring of Honor title. Yeah. She just couldn't make the event. That's a good point. I didn't and again, Deanna Perrazzo and Merchant City Martinez, not a bad match. Deanna Perrazzo Serena Deeb, it's not going to be a bad match. So, I mean, there's there's going to be a winner and a loser, Tom, but at the end of the day, there really is no losing. This, I would, you know, it's going to be tough to say that FTR Briscoes isn't going to be match of the night. We're also a little biased. Yeah. I'm also biased towards tag team wrestling anyway. Yeah. But this, I think this has potential to be match of the night. Yeah. If, if they get a solid 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. This always makes you nervous with Tony Khan booking or they can get like eight minutes. I mean, I'd hope not. I mean, there's more than enough room to. You got seven matches for three hours. Maybe four. So. Uh, oh, yeah, we haven't actually really talked about this yet, but uh, speaking of that, but, uh, for the TV title. There's no TV. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, well, it's funny you say that because that's why the TV title went away in the first place. There's Which, no TV, but we got, we got Joe, yeah. who's is hurt again, right? And that's why Joe hasn't been around. That's why it makes me think it's going to lethal. I don't, I still don't really like Jay lethal. I think this promo package did a great job at selling Jay lethal. And I got more on board. Yeah. Because it's, it's the character. It's the thing. It's like, I really wanted to see where the original Ring of Honor storyline with him and the tape and the righteous, like I wanted to see where that goes. Like, I want to care about Jay lethal right now. Well, and we didn't get that. But now that we got the righteous, maybe maybe this can loop around somehow. Oh, oh! But I think if I think if Joe Joe's still injury prone, they got to put it on lethal, right? Just so that the champ is there. Yeah, I'm not crazy about lethal having like. Sanjay doesn't bother me as much. The Satinum Singh thing feels a little unnecessary. I get it's one of those things where it's like you spent the money on the guy, you want to have him out there. Yeah. But things got lethal. I think Lethal's going to win that TV title. Joe's going to go away for a while and maybe, maybe he does the Kenny Omega thing where he's like, just go, rest up, heal up, like get everything taken care of. I don't know. I think he had plenty of time to rest up. I don't know. Joe might be done. He might be, it, you know, it might just be that way. I'd say I'd see, trust me. I mean, I, I want, you know, but, um, and I, I don't think Tony Khan would be too upset having his Ring of Honor TV title on that, you know, that Ric Flair match the following week. You know, Gresham's on that card too. Yeah. I mean, Lethal goes into that main event with your Ring of Honor title. Woo. So, um, well, uh, They're probably, probably going to be lethal. Yeah, probably gonna be lethal. Uh, we'll do the we'll do the main event. Well, I wonder what's so, gonna be the main event. Well, 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 I was gonna say, what's gonna be the main event? Is it gonna be the world title or is it gonna... it's not a foregone conclusion? So yeah, let's just talk about the uh, the world championship match then. I feel like this is still gonna go on last because TK does like his heavyweight title matches to go on at the end of the show. Um, but who's gonna? And- and you could say, I mean, you know, Gresham Bandito headline Supercard. Yeah. 
But I think I'm biased again. I mean, I'm wearing a Jonathan Gresham shirt now. I wore a Jonathan Gresham shirt on Wednesday when we sat down to maybe try to record this the first time. <laughs> I have I even debated buying the new Jonathan Gresham shirt that, as I pointed out to Tom before we recorded, is not the same red as the one I'm wearing, but so it's technically a different shirt, but other than that, it is the same shirt. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a hell of a match. This is going to be a hard-hitting match. This is going to be a killer match. I'd really like to see it stay on Gresham. I mean, did we get like a foundation versus the the uh, Blackpool Combat Club? They'd have to kind of rebuild the foundation. Because as of right now, he's in the Totally Blanchard Enterprises. So it would be Gresham, Gates of Agony, Brian Cage, Blackpool Combat Club. I think if Yuta loses... No, I don't know. Part of me feels like I could I could see them putting all the gold on Blackpool Combat Club. That makes me more concerned about Gresham. But I mean, yeah, you put the belt on Claudio first thing back, huh? Claudio hmm. doesn't. It's one of those things where Claudio doesn't need a belt. I don't think Jonathan Gresham inherently needs a belt either. But I think right now Gresham needs that title. Yeah. If, if you're going to have him sit there and say, I am Ring of Honor, I, you know, I deserve this, I think he needs to win. The, the Tully Blanchard Enterprises thing, I don't love it. And I feel like that's going to come into play somehow. Yeah. And maybe it, maybe we see like the change of heart where Gresham's like, you know, I'll, I'll sell out my partner in a tag team match. But, you know, if they start getting more involved in the title match, maybe he gets a little more choppy with it. And, like, I don't yeah. you know, stop dicking around my match. Or, like, you know, this isn't what we agreed to. Or I want it to be Gresham. I could see him putting on Claudio, though. People love Claudio. And he's never won it before. I think Gresham retains. Hope so. All right. Well, our problem. Well, personally, my think is going to be the match of the night. FTR. How does this go an hour? Does this two out of three falls go an hour? I mean, it was only six, seven matches. This could go an hour. Um, I mean, FTR has got to retain, right? I mean, there's. I mean. It feels like they just won it, even though they won it in April. That was back in April, so four months ago. Yeah. It still feels like they just won them. They also haven't defended them at all either, except for that Young Bucks match, right? Yeah. So, I mean. I could see them putting it on the Briscoes if you're going to sign the Briscoes to like a long term Ring of Honor deal and you want them to be. Because they're really the face of Ring of Honor. Like you, you don't have. I, I could see it going either way. Yeah, but FTR is so hot right now. I can you take the belts off them right now? I don't know. It's like Roman Reigns right now. You can't take that heavy. There's you can't take that those straps off. Like that's he's running too high. 
FTR has got plenty of titles, but they need to have like that's the shtick right now is they've got all the titles. Yeah. And we're not going to see FTR apparently get those AEW titles for a while. So it's tough because they they framed this like it's going to be like the last match. You know, when they were arguing, they're arguing in the countdown bit, and they're like, "You guys winning was a fluke." And they're like, "All right, well, what if we beat you two out of three falls? We beat you twice in the same night. Then it's no fluke." Yeah, but then if the Briscoes win, then... we don't see those tag titles until there's TV because Briscoes aren't going to be on AEW television. Well, then I'm saying, yeah, then it's tied two two. You might see them at Impact. You might see him with New Japan. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it's in a Ring of Honor exclusive contract. So, I don't know. I, th- I don't think there's any way that the Briscoes win. I want them to, obviously, but I think FTR retains. That's a tough call. This is going to be a hell of a match. I was going to say maybe I'll watch Supercard before I go to Death Before Dishonor tomorrow, but we all know that's not going to happen. So, hmm. unless I, get, I hear back from the help desk. So you're probably not watching it. Well, I mean, if Will, if you need my info, if you want to, um, you're more than welcome to. So, <sighs> yeah, it's um, I don't know. I, I really, there's, I don't think there's any way that uh, FTR loses, but we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's tough to pick. It's going to be a great show. Match quality is going to be there, but it's it's a little hard to be invested in it right now when you don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Like if Gresham retains, are we going to not see? Are we only going to see Gresham on a rampage? Is Gresham still just going to be kind of like middling around? Yeah. If if Briscoes win, are we going to see Briscoes on AEW TV at all? Or you know, I mean, would those titles just disappear? A lot of questions. If, if, if Lethal wins the TV belt, do we see Lethal on TV more? Do we see him be a more present champion, or does it just hang out off screen? Until there's, yeah. Maybe, maybe they're going to announce some kind of deal tomorrow. So They, they got to do something. I feel like I, I get there's a lot, and it's not like Tony Khan can just work solely on Ring of Honor. But it feels – a little half-baked right now. Yeah. Because even with the speculation before, that was going to be like an East Coast PWG where they're just going to bring in names. That's fine. If you don't actually lock anybody in on contracts or maybe just like a couple people. Yeah. It's like GCW only had... Nick Gage is the only GCW contract. Everybody else is per appearance. Wow. Hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they announce stuff during the show. Maybe stuff comes out after the show. Or maybe nothing happens at all and we're here in another three, four months saying, all right, here's the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Well, you better give some skinny on this, Will, so. I will, uh, I'll try not to fall asleep at Death Before Dishonor to give a, uh, a solid review 
Well, it's your first pay per view. I'm sure you're gonna be pretty stoked. So I don't know. Jay Lethal's wrestling, so it's nothing's nothing's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, if you got Peter or anything, so. Well, sweet. Well, will um for your wrap up the station, is there anything else you want to put over? Uh, not specifically, Tom. So I'll put you over. Thank you, Tom. There we go. It's been fun. You're welcome, Will. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Sorry, I kind of a little bit of a meltdown the other day, but Tom, yeah. not, neither of us were in great shape the other night. It's all right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it worked out. We got some big news. So, well, cool. Well, high fivers. I think we're gonna wrap it up. But yeah, stay tuned for next week. Um, you know, for more questions of dishonor from Brundon and sending those questions, and uh, I'm sure we will go over Will's live death before dishonor experience. So till then, high fibers, we'll talk to everybody next week.